Section four of The Diary of a Country Parson by James Woodford. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. Seventeen sixty two. March fifth. Judge Wilmot condemned one Shadrach Smith, a gypsy, for robbing a girl of two shillings and beating her in a very cruel manner. This man's son was the most principal witness against his father, and he it was that had him hanged, or condemned to be hanged, he insisted upon his son's witnessing against, though the judge was much against it. Between April and June of this year, 1762, he is in the country, and the following entries are made at Ansford. April 20th. I began the epistles of the Greek Testament to learn and read for orders. Gave a poor man tuppence. April 24th. I made a contract with Mr. Owens to shave me and dress two wigs each time twice a week, not reckoning my being from home, at three shillings per quarter per annum. Twelve shillings. June 12th. I have been studying in my tent. He had put one up in the garden all the day long at the G. Testament. Sister Jenny and myself were invited this evening to Mr. White's sheep-shearing, but we could not go being Saturday night, which is a very improper time to spend the evening out anywhere. June 15th. Went this morning early to Berkeley, where old Mrs. Prowse lives, about two miles beyond Froome, and about sixteen miles from hence. I carried over with me three mourning rings that my father gave me last night, to deliver one to old Mrs. Prowse, one to her son the Major, and one to ye Major's wife, in remembrance of my late uncle, the Treasurer, which were left them by a particular desire of my late uncle, the Treasurer, his great-uncle Robert Woodford, 1675-1762, to for many years a country parson in Cornwall and Somerset, and later canon and treasurer of Wells. N.B. Old Mrs. Prowse of Berkeley, and my late uncle, the treasurer, were very intimate, and corresponded when my good uncle was living. Major Prowse is son to old Mrs. Prowse. June 28th. Went upon the gray horse this morning for Oxford by myself. The stay at Oxford was short, and on July 20th he is back at Ansford Parsonage again. The journey from Oxford on horseback cost exactly one pound. It would not have cost quite as much had he not treated some friends at the Bear in Dropping Lane, the last stage before he reached home. July 28th. Went with Papa and Jenny to Mr. William Mellier's this morning, where we dined with a number of other friends upon half a buck. We had a minuet or two this afternoon by Holton, Councillor Mellier, Will, Mellier, and myself. July 29th. Papa had a letter from Cousin James Lewis at Nottingham, wherein he informs that he keeps a little school at Nottingham, and likewise that he is in great want of money. He was a private soldier in the army, and being wounded in the leg rendered him unserviceable and therefore has a pension of five pounds per annum from the government. He has been rather wild in his time, which wildness has brought him to this. August 1st. Went this afternoon to Cary Church, where Jerry Holton read prayers and preached for Mr. Penny. Holton preached concerning private interest, giving way to public good 
in regard to our having an water-engine to prevent fire spreading. August 2nd. Archdeacon Potter of Wells and brother-in-law Daniel Prince, my bookseller in Oxford, called here this afternoon, but Papa was gone down to the lower house, and Mama was walking in the garden, and Jenny was gone to Castle Carry, and I was up in my room reading, so he did not stay long here. August 7th. Papa gave me a manuscript of Archbishop Lauds, concerning the Old and New Testaments, being some of his own remarks concerning them. Note. Lauds' complete works in seven volumes have been published in Anglo-Catholic Library Edition, but I do not find therein anything corresponding to the diarist's reference here. My friend Dr. Woodford, owner of the manuscript of the diary and of numerous other manuscripts of the diarists, has no manuscript of Archbishop Lauds. Possibly this reference will supply a clue which may lead to a very interesting discovery, assuming the manuscript has not been destroyed. August 12th. Went with Mr. Clark over to Ansford Inn to read the news, where I paid four and a half pence. There was a wedding dinner at Ansford Inn today for some Shepton Mallet people. The bride and bridegroom's names are these. The bride was Miss Ames, the bridegroom Carrie. The whole set, all, are rank Presbyterians. August 26th, we drank tea this afternoon at Mrs. Church's, with blank, and Mr. Whitehead of Bristol, a man of great fortune, near fifteen thousand pounds. Note 1. See pages 71 to 73 for some remarks on the value of money and prices at this time. On August 30th, he rides over to Bristol to see his brother John, who is apprenticed there. Next day they took a ride down to King Road, Sea Mills, and saw the tiger that Captain Reed took lately. We saw the captain. We went aboard the tiger, and the King George, and I paid one shilling. Between September 13th and 19th he is at Winchester with his Uncle Tom and Cousin Frank, who is up for election as a scholar. They see him safely settled there, and return on September 19th. September 28th. Painter Clark gave me a ticket to go to Miss Chich's play, The Beggar's Opera, this evening at Bruton, at her house, and accordingly I went this evening to Miss Chich's at Bruton, and saw the play acted, and it was done pretty well. Lady Ilchester and her daughter Fanny, a little girl, were there. Their house was quite full. October 3rd. We had news today of the Havana, the principal port in the island of Cuba, in the West Indies, being taken by the English. Note 2. Havana was captured from the Spaniards on August 10, 1762, towards the close of the Seven Years' War. The British troops suffering fearful losses, both during and after the siege, from sickness. One brigade of four battalions could not muster twenty men fit for duty. See Fortescue's History of the British Army, Volume 2, pages 551 to 53. October 9th. I packed up my things for Oxford this afternoon, and they were these. Nine shirts, nine stocks, two cravats, seven pair of stockings, two white handkerchiefs, five colored handkerchiefs, two nightcaps, one towel, two pair of breeches, besides the things that I wear, which are one pair of leather breeches, one white coat, one buff waistcoat, one great coat. 
november twenty sixth i began this very day to take upon me the stewardship of the college viz to see the meat of the college weighed every day in kitchen for one week and for which i receive of the manciple at the end of the week six shillings sixpence all fellows of this college above three years standing and that here in college are take the stewardship by turns every week from year's end to year's end and so on ad infinitum had a dunning letter from robinson and hartley for the payment of eight pounds fifteen shillings for half a hogshead of old port that i had from southampton last year december twenty fourth i paid mr pryor this morning our college steward for mr hartley and robinson of southampton wine merchants for half a hogshead of port wine eight pounds fifteen shillings end of section four seventeen sixty two